0: This week on Paranormally Speaking. I'm going to be discussing black-eyed children. Also going to be discussing poltergeists, other strange spiritual enigmas, things that are virtually unexplained, possibly folklore, or just something on creepypasta. Stay tuned. Black-Eyed Children or black-eyed kids are a contemporary legend of supposed paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages of six and sixteen with pale skin and black eyes who are reportedly seen hitchhiking or panhandling or are encountered on doorsteps of residential homes while tabloid coverage of these creatures has claimed that the tales of the black-eyed children have existed In modern lore since the 1980s, most sources indicate that the legend originated from the 1996 posting written by Texas reporter Brian Bethel on a ghost-related mailing list relating two alleged encounters with black-eyed kids. Bethel describes encountering two such children in Albadine, Texas. In 1996, and claims that a second person had a similar, unrelated encounter in Portland, Oregon. Bethel's stories have become regarded as classic examples of creepypasta and gained such popularity that he published a FAQ just to keep up with the demand for more info about the new urban legend. In 2012, Brian Bethel told his story on reality TV series Monsters and Mysteries in America. He wrote a follow-up article for the Abilene Reporter News describing his experience and maintaining his belief that it is legitimate. In 2012, the horror film Black Eyed Kids was produced with Kickstarter funding. Its director commenting that the creepy children were an urban legend that's been floating around on the internet for years now. I always thought it was fascinating. A 2013 episode of MSN's Weekly Strange that featured reports of black-eyed children is thought to have helped spread the legend on the internet. During one week in September of 2014, the British tabloid Daily Star ran three sensationalistic front-page stories about alleged sightings of black-eyed children. Connected to the sale of a supposedly haunted pub in Staffordshire, the paper claimed a shock rise in sightings around the world. Alleged sightings are taken seriously by ghost hunters, some of whom believe black-eyed children to be extraterrestrials, vampires, or ghosts. Science writer Sharon A. Hill was unable to find any documentation of black-eyed child encounters, concluding that the tales are passed on as friends of a friend of a friend-type ghost stories. Hill considers the legend to resemble typical spooky folklore stories such as uh, such as the phantom black dog where the subject is not supernatural and there are m- there may never have been an actual or-, or original encounter. Snopes lists this phenomenon as being legend. Now, it's entirely up to you what the black-eyed children or the children with these sunken-in eye-holes, whatever you prefer to call them, might be. Fact, fiction, legend, lore, and no matter how you slice it, it's a lot of fun to discuss. Because first and foremost, it's creepy as hell. This next story comes out of Wales. Wales. It's fascinating. It was shared with me late last week, over the weekend, really. Haunted house owners record mystery screams so scary that they've actually abandoned their property. The terrified owners of a house in a Welsh town have said they were forced to flee when they heard strange sounds coming from underneath their home. Alan and Christine Tate have even made recordings of these sounds of screaming and heavy knocking they say have been coming from under the basement since June of 2018. The couple describe hearing women and children screaming, heavy knocking, and men talking in a foreign language. Alan Taint said he has hundreds of hours of recordings from recording equipment he places inside two 1.5-meter channels he dug into the walls. Writing on an online petition page, he says, I believe serious crimes may have been committed underneath the floor of my basement. I have dug out two 1.5-meter shafts to get audio recordings. He described the sounds as a woman screaming in a sexual fashion, dogs barking, a printing press running, a motorbike, a car horn honking, and what sounds like a police siren. Within weeks they left their, a home of 11 years, to live in a camper van and vow never to return to the property. Christine Tate told Wales Online, it was like a flushing noise that I heard at first. I told Alan about it and that I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. He left his phone in the bathroom with the recorder on to try to pick up the source of the noise and then we could hear a machine running. We started to record all over the house and we picked up sounds of chains, a motorbike starting and people screaming. The couple believe that the noises are coming from underneath the basement that sits below the kitchen. Mrs. Tate explained, all I really want is an explanation why are there people screaming there must have been something going on here we have placed microphones all over the place because we wanted to prove our or disprove what we were hearing and experiencing we put microphones at the front of the house at the back of the house inside and out and in the basement the device we left in the basement picked up the screaming and other noises the other devices which were recorded simultaneously at the front and back of the property picked up nothing at all. The property itself lies hidden down a narrow alleyway. The basement is now sealed off and has no direct access other than down a small hole with nine feet of darkness below it. The pair now travel around the UK trying to spread the word to get the house properly looked at and have even set up a petition to get the authorities to investigate. Unable to return to the house, they believe men, women, and children are living, sleeping, and working underneath their house. They have been floated, the possibility of people trafficking or drug manufacturing. We don't want to go back until the matter has been resolved, Mr. Tate said. I think we're dealing with a serious criminal gang here. I think our lives could be in danger if they knew where we were. Some of the recordings I have heard are truly worrying, their online petition reads. This matter needs an urgent and full investigation from either proper authorities or paranormal experts. And I've got to tell you, the sounds that are in this recording are absolutely chilling. And I have recorded and heard many sounds and samples of electronic voice phenomenon EVPs in my 20-plus years of doing this type of research. And the sounds that they recorded coming from inside their own home based on the location of where it is, none of these things that you hear or um, the sounds that are being made should really be there at all. So, I'm going to play the recording for you. I started playing it late last night and it gave me chills, literally, which doesn't happen a whole lot. But not knowing the source of these sounds, whether they are man made in the present or manifested from some metaphysical being or things and events that happened in the past that were truly terrifying and horrifying for whomever experienced them, you be the judge yourself on this. And, like I said, Be prepared to have the hair stand on the back of your neck because these are sounds that are really uncomfortable to listen to. These are all sounds that are as clear as day coming from their basement, beneath the basement, mind you. Dude had to dig up foundation and, and dig into like a chasm that's beneath, almost a, like an ancient tunnel that's beneath the house itself. And all of these sounds are coming through those holes as clear as day. They have no definite answer or explanation as to what's causing them, why it's happening. Uh, Especially all of a sudden, they've lived in this property for 11 years, and the sounds started to be faint and over time got more aggressive. And after he dug these holes into the foundation itself to make the sound come through clearer, uh, there's really no explanation as to what could have caused it. But the case is definitely still open. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you, and your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile Talk Radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. There's a tire shop that rests on the outskirts of West 50, Western Avenue in Chillicothe, Ohio. It's the Weston Business District. There's an excessive amount of paranormal activity. There have been stories of people seeing phantom Shawnee warriors riding horseback. A ghostly girl and boy have been seen at this location by several eyewitnesses, and the sounds of footsteps, voices, and doors slamming tires falling on their own, or rolling off a rack without anyone around them have been reported. A story that was shared with me made the hair of my arms stand at attention. This encounter occurred about, at this point, nine years ago. A customer arrived after business hours with the intentions to drop off his vehicle for repairs. He parked near the front of the building and waited for his ride to pick him up. He was surveying the area and noticed that a decorative item inside the shop was moving in a circular motion. He thought to himself, perhaps someone is here. I could just leave my keys with them instead of the drop box. He walked to the front door, but soon realized it was locked. There were no lights on in the shop, and he didn't see anyone moving around in the back. Puzzled, he returned to his vehicle and continued to wait for his ride. A few minutes followed after he returned to his vehicle, and the decorative item that was inside the showroom began to spin again, and the bathroom light was turning on and off repeatedly. He was growing annoyed with the situation and decided to go back and see if anyone was hiding from him. He was planning to knock on the front door until whoever was playing this prank decided to stop. Much to his surprise, There on the floor of the showroom sat a small boy. According to his description, the boy was dressed in what looked like garb of a modern Amish kid. A small boy with a bowl-cut hairdo. He was wearing suspenders and an old-world button-down shirt. The boy's pants were dark gray. Everything about what this man was seeing rattled his nerves to the bone. The small boy appeared to be sitting on his legs crossed over. The boy just sat there staring at this display as it spiraled. The lights continued to go off and on as this boy remained motionless. The customer couldn't fathom what he was seeing. Where did this boy come from? Where are his parents? Were just some of the questions running through his mind during this encounter. He proceeded to step back away from the window without what felt like a second. The lights were off and the boy disappeared. The boy then instantly reappeared face to face with this frightened man. The way this man described the look of the boy left me speechless. In his words, he said, the boy showed his face to me. He went from sitting on the floor to standing at the window in a mere nanosecond. His mouth was gaping open and his eyes, oh my God, his eyes, there were no eyes, only black sunken sockets. He looked miserable. Upon having the life scared out of him, the customer ran from the window, got in his vehicle, and drove straight home. It would be three years after that point before he returned to this business. He later tracked me down at my day job and relayed this story to me. Now today, as I mentioned, we're going to be discussing the phenomenon of black-eyed children, or children appearing with sunken sockets for eyes, total blackness, nothing, nothing. They're physical beings, but their eyes are black or it's just an empty socket. What is this anomaly? What is this phenomenon? Is it paranormal, supernatural, demonic? All three of those things relate to one another. But are these black-eyed children from our world, an alternate dimension, a hell dimension, the future, the past, or is it something projected from our own subconscious? I'll dive deeper into this after we return from this message. A majority of people believe they have seen a ghost, poll claims. Three in five people have said that they have seen a ghost in their lifetime according to this new poll. A survey of 2,000 people found most believed they had a supernatural experience with 40% saying they thought their pet had had one as well. One in three had either lived or stayed in a house they felt was haunted. When confronted with a ghost, men were twice as likely as women to scream and run away while other initial responses included crying, hiding, and fainting. We know from experience That year after year, people love to be scared and seek out as many frightful opportunities as possible. If something scary isn't for you or your children, carving a pumpkin, visiting an apple orchard, or going on a hayride can also be great ways to celebrate the paranormal. Survey also identified other fears that give us the shivers, such as snakes, spiders, sharks, and drowning, heights, public speaking, failure, bees cramped spaces and rejection even though snakes ranked higher than bees on the list of fears by a more than two to one margin most respondents said they would rather have snakes slither all over them than to be surrounded by a swarm of bees Start to freak me out, man. Halloween's around the corner. Most bizarre thing I've ever encountered. One uh, would be uh, when I was a guest speaker at the Mothman Festival in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Told you, Randy. Uh, several years ago. I've, I've been a regular there, but I've taken some time off from it so I don't bore people. So this woman approaches me, and she seems to be distraught, and she's like, she really needed to talk to me, but not around other people. So she pulls me off to the side, and she says to me, I don't know how to tell you this, but I know I've been abducted over and over again since the age of nine. I'm like, okay, go ahead. I'm open ears. I hear stories like this all the time. And she said, no, you don't understand. They've abducted me within the last year and impregnated me. I said, really? And she says, yes. And I was carrying the child almost a full term. And then the light took me again. And when I came to, I was in the hospital. And they say I was never pregnant to begin with. But I have ultrasounds showing that I had a child in my stomach. I, I said, oh, okay, did you, you know, did some cult maybe take your baby or something? Or did a dingo get your baby? And <laughs> she's, I didn't really say that. Mm-hmm. That would be rude. That so is. she, she went on to, to say that she keeps having visions of a child that she, um, will never see or never have because it was taken from her by the higher beings and that she encountered a child that she knew was hers but it was aged seven years but she lost it about a year ago and i'm like okay so it aged rapidly she said because it's an alien human hybrid and she knows it's her child because it spoke to her telepathically and said mommy i'm here i'm okay um they need me they need me i have a higher calling and I, I'm starting, I'm sitting, I have to sit down at this point. I'm like, okay, because that was a lot to unload on a guy that that's writes ghost books and talks yeah. about Bigfoot and You're like, this is a great band. story. Are you yeah. like, yes! I was thinking, is it I hard to capitalize it? on Is this. it hard, like, do you have to, like, resist getting too caught up in the beginning? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you can end up like Alex Jones, you mentioned sure. him earlier, yeah. and create your own crazy cult of mm-hmm, conspiracies, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then the government has you on a watch list, which isn't fun, I've had my phones tapped, but that's a whole other story, and... That whole experience, uh, on top of that, then I, there was another time at the Mid Ohio Paranormal Convention in Dayton where these people approached me and said that men in black were following them, uh, men in black had told them not to talk to me, and that they feel they have to share these images with me before the men in black take them because they've broken into their house and ransacked their house looking for these images. And it was just random images of really weird black, lines and posts that just appear out of nowhere within a five-second shot, they're not there, and then within a five-second shot, they are there. So... I mean, these were just typical Polaroids and snapshots, and I'm thinking, well, you know, that could have been a Sharpie marker. You just gave me a quick glimpse of the image. Let me analyze the natu- the actual film. Let me look into this. Let me know more about the land where these pictures were taken. They were giving me minimal information. So there's a lot of kooks out there like that, right? Too. Well, and then mental health. So yeah, you're like mental health plus, yeah. yeah. But that yeah. woman really shook me to the core when she shared that information. So what 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 came of, of that? Uh, She had been following me for a while, and uh, this was during the days of the merge between MySpace losing its popularity and Facebook becoming a a big thing in like Mm -hmm. 2010, 2011 when MySpace died. And she had been following me heavily on uh, Facebook, which is one of the reasons I don't have my own Facebook anymore. Um, I have fan pages, but I don't have anything more than just that about myself on Facebook. Why? Because you are having people... Find you and, yeah. and come up to you with problems. Uh, yeah, and uh, somehow getting my phone number because there was a time when Facebook would take the information you put in uh, that's supposed to be secure, and right. they would have on their phone number, and then I would be getting calls and texts right. and all hours of the night. Yeah, <gasps> I just heard something. <laughs> I need you to come over. <laughs> Demons wow. in my sock drawer. Yeah, I would get that a lot. Now, what is the, so? What would you say is like the the most definitive evidence that you've ever been a part of? Uh, most, like, where, where you? Made you a believer 110%? It started with me at a very early age. Uh, what pushed me over the edge, I had always been aware of things, seen things, heard things, and I was told uh, by people close to me just to ignore it. Um, now or- you said like, like your mother or like your... your- yeah and uh, people at church and, and so they didn't uh, so your mother or, or your parents or whoever this is uh, didn't ever have any sort of beliefs like you have like where oh they do they do. do and they would choose to ignore it as well and not feed it not give it attention but i went the exact opposite out of rebellion i guess You're like give it! <laughs> yeah, I ghostbusters more. in our era didn't help either i'm sure Ghostbusters did not help i mean it, it, it's a great <laughs> film but it did not help to um push that fire down i guess So what I kept encountering was a loved one that had died, and died under mysterious circumstances, we were told, just from old age, but it was something more depression-related. Okay. And I kept seeing them around the time of the anniversary of their death. Uh, not in a peaceful manner, but in a, in a manner of anguish and despair reaching out to me. It was freaking me out as a five-year-old, as a six-year-old, seven-year-old. This went on until I was about 11 or 12. Around the same week that they died, I would keep seeing them in and around the property. That belonged to them. And would they come up to you specifically because they knew that you could, you would acknowledge them? Yeah. Whoa. They wouldn't speak. It's almost as if they couldn't speak. But I got a sense of despair and, and want and longing from them. Some They needed help for something. So at the age of 12, it just dawned on me because it works for me in my area and those around me. Believe and acknowledge Jesus as a savior. So it worked for us, mm-hmm. per se, religion wise. And I prayed to God take them wherever they need to go. They need you. They need to pass over. They need redemption, something. Save this soul. And this, the sighting stopped. I never saw this person again anymore in that state of being after that prayer was said. And it just, it's almost like a light went off that I'm supposed to do that. Uh, this yeah. is what I need to do. And it just only became, I guess it's, um. You're like a walking Ouija board? Like a spiritual gift really. almost. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction. Thanks for listening today. Have a great rest of the week, a wonderful weekend, and next time I'll have more cool stuff to talk about, maybe a little more in-depth, maybe an actual reading from one of my books, or a special guest. You never know what I have cooked up. Till then.